Welcome back, everybody, to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. I'm your host, Casual Kent, a.k.a. Kent Tweederson. What a week we had. Week three, Big Ten football. Kind of an exciting week here. Um, Not a lot of surprises, not a ton of surprises, but um, let's get right into this. I'm going to talk about the games. Uh, We'll talk about how I did on my picks at the end of the pod. And then um, I'm actually going to save the week four preview for Thursday and um, just talk about what happened in this week three today. And then I'll be back on Thursday to preview what's coming up. Really exciting week coming up. Um, Let's get right into it, though. Ohio State first game um, that I have listed. I'm just going through the ESPN website, how they have them listed. So I'll go through in order on there because you guys care which order I'm going to go in. Um, Ohio State, I said last week, they haven't had that game. They always have a game where they score high 60s, low 70s. Um, They did that this week. I thought that it was going to happen. They needed that breakout game from their offense. And it happened this week against a MAC team in Toledo. I was kind of torn on this game. I didn't know if Toledo was going to put up a fight because they were supposed to be one of the best teams in the MAC. But, you know, the Horseshoe is a tough place to play, and uh, that's a big task for them, especially Ohio State team who hasn't put up those big numbers yet. So I didn't know if they were going to score big or if they were going to be in a dogfight. Turns out they scored big. Uh, 77 to 21, huge game for Ohio State. Uh, five touchdown passes for CJ Stroud, huge game. So he's looking to get back into that Heisman conversation. And, uh, he did so this week against Toledo. Next game we had Michigan versus UConn. UConn, very bad, really, really bad. Michigan has been taking a lot of heat for not scheduling any tough teams. My thing with that though, is that most of these games that they had scheduled were scheduled years in advance. Okay. UConn is never good, so I understand that. But Hawaii, decent team sometimes. You never know what you're going to get out of Colorado State. It just happens to be that this year, those were like three of the worst teams in football. UConn, in my opinion, was the worst of the three, though. They were really bad. They couldn't get stops. They couldn't get first downs. They couldn't get yards. They couldn't do anything against this Michigan team. And, uh, you know, another game where J.J. McCarthy doesn't play the full game. Big game for Blake Corum. I talked about the running backs last week and how he was on a fringe, possibly top three running back in the Big Ten. I still don't put him there because this team was so bad. Even though he had five touchdowns tying a Michigan record, he only had 71 yards. Uh, Most of his touchdowns were inside the 10-yard line. In fact, they might have all been. I'm not sure. I have to go back and check, and I'm not going to do that. But um, big, big win for – not a big win. It was just a win for Michigan. They won 59-0. Um, And you expect them to do that against a really, really bad UConn team. Uh, Next game I have here was uh, Oklahoma versus Nebraska. I said last week that I didn't think Nebraska was going to rally with their new coach. They just don't have the guys. And it was proven today. Oklahoma, number six in the country. They come into Nebraska and beat the dog piss out of them. 49 to 14. This is supposed to be a rivalry game. It wasn't. It wasn't close the whole game. I mean, first quarter, 14 to seven. But then after that, Oklahoma pours it on with three touchdowns in the second. Um, It was over at halftime. Nebraska gets a touchdown at the very end just to get 14 points and make it look a little more respectable. But this game was never in question. Nebraska is just down terribly right now. 
Um, I think they're the worst team in the Big Ten. I don't think they're gonna. I don't. I don't know if they're gonna win another game. Period. Because they only have Big Ten teams going forward, so I don't see who they can beat. Um, it's gonna be really tough for them to get that second win of the year. Nebraska really bad this year, especially with all the, everything they have going on with their coach. I still, still, I've been saying it since the beginning of the year. I still kind of like their quarterback, um, but he's, uh, you know, not enough to get it done uh, in Omaha. Uh, next game, kind, this was a surprise for me. Michigan State went out to Washington, talked about last week a little bit. Um, they had a chance to prove that they're a top 10 team, and they're not. They're just not. Um, I, can't, I can't remember. I heard they fell. I think all the way back to like 24 after the rankings came out this week um, from 11. They get beat by Washington 39 to 28. This is not indicative of what the game actually was, though. Washington was all over them early. Michigan State scores a few touchdowns in the fourth quarter to make it close, uh, 11-point game. But uh, Washington, their quarterback, I believe uh, Penix was – I think, like I said, I'm casual, so I'm not sure exactly. But I believe he played at Nebraska, or I'm sorry, Indiana. Um, but out at Washington, he almost had 400 yards, 397 yards passing, four touchdowns. The defensive backs were getting torched from Michigan State this game. Um, pretty much the best, definitely the best passer they've seen this year. Um, but they played terribly, and that was the difference in the game. If they could have got some deflections, maybe a pick or two here and there, um, they would have been right in this game, but they couldn't. They could not stop Penix, and uh, you know Washington kind of rolled this game. Even like I said, you look at that score, thirty-nine to twenty-eight. It looks close. I was watching the game though; it was not close. Uh, Michigan State was not ready for Washington, um, so we'll see how they bounce back this week with a Big Ten game. Uh, next game: Penn State versus Auburn. Another to me back-to-back games right here where I was kind of surprised. Um, in a different way this time, though, Penn State was ready for an SEC team. I said Auburn was down this year. They were super down in this game. Penn State ran the ball all over Auburn, all over. Their quarterback was uh, Clifford. He was he he had a good passing game, 14 for 19, uh, 178 yards. But he was also, he was running it all over them as well. Um, when he decided to run, Auburn's defense was terrible this game. Embarrassing performance for them at home. This was an away game for Penn State. I said last week again, Penn State had a chance to prove that they're a top 10 team. They're going to jump up. Again, don't have the rankings right. I should pull the rankings up. I'll do that while I keep talking. Um, they have a chance to prove that they're one of the best teams in the Big Ten, and they did that. They did that this week. Let me see. Let me type because I can't type and talk at the same time. College football rankings. That's not what I want. Uh, let's see. College football rankings week four. Here we go. Um, Nicholas Singleton. He is a top three back in the Big Ten. He is. De- he might be him. He might be that guy. He had 10 carries, 124 rushing yards, two touchdowns, two big touchdowns. One of them was a 54-yarder. It was super awesome. Um, he ran all over Auburn and, uh, I think it's between him and Chase Brown as the best back in the big 10. I still don't know who that third guy would be in my top three, but he was, he's super impressed. The thing about, uh, Singleton that is like blowing my mind 
is that he's averaging, I think, now close to 11 or 12 yards per carry because he's had so many big runs. He's only rushed the ball 30 times this year, and he's got over 300 rushing yards. So crazy game for Nick Nicholas Singleton. Um, he's going nuts. That guy is awesome. I love watching him play. All right, let's see where Penn State landed after this. Uh, they jump up to 14, um, 15 in the coaches poll. So a uh, big jump for them. Is Michigan State still on here? Did they just drop? Our, uh, coaches poll, they got Michigan State at 21. The AP, they do not have them. They dropped all the way out. That's tough. It's a tough look for them. Um, good game for Penn State, though. They're legit. They're ready. They're here. They're going to be a team to be reckoned with um, in the East, which is really tough this year. Um, heading out west, though, we got Northwestern. They lose at home to Southern Illinois. Bad. Really bad loss for them. Southern Illinois, first win of the year. They go into Northwestern, pick up the dub, 31 to 24. I don't know what's going on with Northwestern, but that that opening week zero game, uh, they get the win out in Ireland against Nebraska. But now that I'm looking back at it, not impressive. They should have blown Nebraska out because they're one of the worst teams. They are the worst team in the Big Ten. Uh, Northwestern's fighting them for it, though. They want to be the worst. I don't know who the worst is yet, for sure. I think it's Nebraska, but Northwestern keeps doing stuff like this. They're in contention as well. Uh, next game, we got a few more games here. Let me rattle through these real quick. Purdue loses close game at Syracuse. That's a bad, To me, that's a bad loss. I think that Purdue, if they wanted to be a team that was going to be reckoned with in the West, they needed to win that game, and they didn't. So they're 1-2 and two on the year now. We go to Indiana. This was a thriller. Uh, this was another game I watched almost the whole thing against Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's had a decent year. Like I said, they beat Hawaii. Uh, they can't remember who else they beat. But they come into Indiana and they play them tough. They were winning. Uh, and then Indiana comes back and ties it at the very end. And then uh, Western Kentucky gets the ball in overtime first. And they did terrible on their drive. And then... Indiana comes out on their drive, and they did terrible. And they ended up having to kick a 51-yard field goal to win the game. Indiana wins the game, does not cover. It was three and a half. They won by three. Um, but nonetheless, they did win, so they still stay undefeated. Uh, I guess that's a good win for them. I'm not sure if that's a great win. Western Kentucky probably shouldn't be taking you to overtime at home. But uh, you know what? They get the win, and they get to reset and then see if they can pick up another one this week. Rutgers Temple. I was totally wrong about this game. I thought Temple would be terrible, and Rutgers has looked good this year. Rutgers squeaks out a win at Temple, 16-14. to I didn't get to watch a ton of this game, but they did pick up the win. I thought that they would win by a lot. The spread was 18. They didn't cover, obviously, only winning by two. Uh, but same thing. Rutgers and Indiana are in that same boat where they had a tough game against a bad team this week they squeak out a win but they stay undefeated which is the key it's kind of like you know it's kind of like ncaa basketball you win in advance you want to keep winning and then you get a chance to reset this week you know and start basically start back over and then try to go pick up another win this week and stay undefeated again we'll see what Rutgers does i like Rutgers. they've been playing tough they didn't have a good game uh this past weekend in my opinion once again you should be beating Temple, no matter where it's at. Even though it was at Temple, you should be murdering them, and they didn't. 16-14 to 14 for Temple. Minnesota, 
They're going to win the West. I'm saying it right now. It's week three, just finished. Um, they're by far the best team in the West because the rest of the West is trash, in my opinion. Um, the only team that's going to give them trouble, I think, is going to be Wisconsin. I'll talk about them next. But Minnesota beats Colorado, really bad Colorado team, 49-7. to But they look good this year. Wisconsin, finally the offense gets clicking. They scored 66 this week. But, once again, they're playing New Mexico State. Terrible team. Terrible team. Uh, and so Minnesota beat them by 38. Wisconsin beats them by 59. You think Wisconsin's better, but just based on the eye test, I've watched both these teams play. I think Minnesota's a better game, or I'm sorry, a better team. So when they actually play uh, face off, man, I can't talk right now. When they actually face off, I'm going to be picking Minnesota depending on how these next few weeks go. Um, Iowa, speaking of offense, finally got it going. They score 27. That's like scoring 100 for somebody else. Iowa scoring 27. That's wild. Um, and they shut out Nevada at home. And then the last one, the one that had me on the edge of my seat this week, was Maryland at SMU. I told you all last week to hammer the under because it was 74. And they finish at, what would that be, 61. But the last quarter, and especially the second half, I started getting real nervous because there was some stops at the end where if SMU would have scored, they would have tied the game. It also would have pushed the total to 68, which means that if someone would have scored in overtime, it would have it would have pushed it past 74 or what I had was 73 and a half. So I was getting real nervous at the end of that game because I was so confident that that under was going to hit. Um, and it did. I got I mean. I guess I got lucky. I mean, it was only 61, so I was right by a lot, kind of. But the way that the game was playing out, though, it was making me really nervous. Um, but Maryland picks up another win. And, uh, you know, they got a tough game coming up, which I'll talk about on Thursday. But lastly, before I sign off here, let's talk about my bets. Uh, the ones that I won, I said Oklahoma minus 11.5. They killed, obviously. The under I just talked about in the SMU-Maryland game, under 74 hit. And then Penn State murders Auburn, so they cover the three and a half. And then the ones that I missed, Indiana, that was a tough one because I thought that they were going to win by more than a touchdown, and they should have, I thought. But they don't cover their six and a half. Rutgers doesn't even come close to covering their 18 and a half. And then obviously I picked Michigan State uh, plus three and a half, and they, they uh, you know, didn't stay within that number against Washington. Uh, thank you all for listening. I'm really looking forward to week four. We got a lot of Big Ten matchups this week coming up which is kind of what we've been looking forward to right we don't want to see big 10 teams playing mac teams playing acc teams playing sec we want to see us play each other and that's what we got coming up i'm super excited about this week um not a lot of great games i'll give you that not a lot of great great matchups but uh big 10 matchups nonetheless so i will see y'all on thursday to talk about those matchups and make some more picks uh we'll see y'all then